Hey everybody, it's Evangelist Andy here. I want to welcome each and every one of you to the fellowship. I am so excited about today's episode because we are going to talk about faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We say this verse all the time, but really, what does it mean? Let's talk about it because not only do we need to know as disciples what is faith, we need to know the levels of faith and we need to know how to work our faith. The Bible shows us many times disciples, even Jesus's disciples had troubles and issues with faith. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to learn how we can use this faith that we have, increase this faith we have, and conquer the world that we are in. There's so much going on in the 15 countries that you're listening to, but faith, if you can conquer that, if you can believe, oh my God, nothing and no one can harm you. That's why it is described as the shield of faith. Let's see how it can shield us, protect us, and keep us safe. Let's set the atmosphere, disciples. Come with open heart, mind, and spirit. It's time for us to dig deep. Welcome to the Fellowship Disciples. I am your drill sergeant, Evangelist Andy. It's time for you to get ready and stay ready. You can't be scared when you're on the front line. In the name of Jesus, when the enemy gets the throwing knees, itty bitty little fiery, that's at me. I put my shield up, I got my shield up, just put my shield up, my shield up, babe. When the enemy gets the throwing knees, Itty bitty little fiery guys at me. I put my shield up. I got my shield up. I put my shield up. My shield up. Faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So when I go to God and I ask Him for something, I believe it's mine, though I can't see it. It was by faith that Noah got the grace and the plans just to build his ark. And those who did not believe, they perished by the sea. And he and his family got a new start. Now my faith's so big, just like my God, unmovable and it's unshakable. And I believe no weapon formed against me shall prosper, just like I'm unbreakable. Now greater is he that is in me than he that's in this world. All right, disciples, let's dig into it. Now, my first question for you is, what is your level of faith? How far are you willing to believe God? Um, The beginning of the year, your faith may have been at one level, but now here we are at the end of the year. And if you do a self-evaluation, has your faith grown? Have you maintained Or has it decreased? Just think about it for a second. I can testify that my faith has totally increased. I'm going to tell you, I prayed longer and harder than I ever did before. (laughs) Seriously, there was a six month, eight 
or six to eight months. I prayed every day live on Facebook and many people were there uh, praying as well. People that I know for a fact that they said before they didn't believe in God. They didn't understand how I believed in God. And yet this circumstance that God put forth this year throughout the world has caused many people to reevaluate their faiths. And I don't want you to feel bad completely if your faith has decreased because certain uh, things that we go through require different levels of faith. Um, Paul told us in Romans 1 and 17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. We as disciples, faith is your, your lifeline. This is what we live by. We live by believing and trusting God's word even though the circumstances or situations that we see don't add up. Listen, make it make sense. Your faith and your logic do not um, coincide. They are the complete opposites. Faith says when you have no money in the bank, you have no job, you don't know where the next meal is coming through. Faith says God is going to make a way. Logic says, uh, just like (laughs) Job's wife said, you ought to curse God and die. They are complete opposites. Logic is based in what you see. Faith is based in things that are unseen. So where is your level of faith based on what you have seen, based on what you have witnessed, based on what you have experienced with God this year? Where is your faith at? Paul tells us we God reveals himself to us from faith to faith, from situation to situation. Your obstacles and tribulations, what we call burdens, require different levels of faith. What one person would think, oh, that's nothing for me. That could be the the straw that breaks the camel's back for someone else. My faith is going to be different than your faith. Your faith is going to be different than someone else's faith, but all of our faith together must be your foundation. Let's talk about this mustard seed theory. We say um, the scripture, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. But what actually does that mean? A mustard seed is very tiny. It's so small. And yet, when it grows and matures, it becomes the tallest of trees. The thing that that illustrates for us is that your faith must be nurtured. You must take care of your faith. Your faith is the seed and you are the gardener. It is up to you to water that seed. It is up to you to give it enough sunlight. It is up to you to activate your faith. Your faith must grow. Your faith is ever changing. One day your faith is keeping you warm. The next time it's protecting you from death. Faith faith is powerful. It, it's Mm. 
faith is everything. Let's put it that faith is everything because believing in what you can't see or what has not come to pass yet requires a different uh, spiritual mentality. Your physical mind will tell you it's not going to happen. Your spiritual mind is going to tell you God is not a man that he should lie. He is going to do everything that he said. Disciples, nurture your faith now and in the next season. So when God comes through and rains these blessings that we done cried, labored, toiled, and snotted for this year, you will have a testimony that no one can shut you up for. Nurture your faith by any means necessary. Your faith is your foundation and everything else that you do after builds upon it. And so let's continue with Paul. Let's look at the book of Hebrews here. Um, I love the book of Hebrews so much. (laughs) I like to call it the faith book because so many statements uh, in the book of Hebrews discuss faith and not just um, one type of faith, but different levels of faith, different people who exercise their faith. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. Let's turn to Hebrews. I want to start with the 10th chapter. And I'm going to look at the 22nd and the 23rd verses. It says, let us draw near with a true heart in the full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Verse 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. The first thing Paul tells us in these two verses is let us draw near. Come close to God. Come close to him by any means necessary. The way that we can draw close to him in our faith is by communing with him. What does communing with God mean? Prayer and meditation is one way to commune with God. Praise and worship is another way to commune with God. Um, Obedience to his word is another way to commune. Reading And studying his word are other ways that we can not only commune with God, but also shine up our shields of faith. He says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Your faith must be firm. Your faith must be indestructible. It must be unmovable. You are not easily broken. Situations can come, but your faith in God, your trust in God, your confidence in God will not change. It's like, um, you can't tell me nothing about so-and-so because I know for a fact 
who that person is. You can't tell me what God can't do when I am a living witness that God can do all things. I'm a witness that God, after you have been in a car accident, that he will allow you not only to know how to walk again, but to keep you in your right mind. I'm a witness that your faith, oh, disciples, get this for me. Your faith must be indestructible. Put your shield up. Shine this shield up so that it can protect you. It says in the Bible from the fiery darts of the enemy. The enemy is not only shooting darts at you to stab and to puncture you, but they are also on fire. But it is because of your shield of faith that you are able to quench those fiery darts, quench them from the fire and also stop them when they come towards you. Your faith is powerful. You must remember that your faith is like a weapon of mass destruction. It can destroy the enemy's plan If you would believe, believe that he will make a way, believe that all things work together for the good. Come on, somebody believe with me. If you believe in God, just take a moment and say, yes, I believe. I heard somebody say it now. (laughs) You better declare it. Be not afraid. Okay, because God is with us. He says further in the 22nd verse, um, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. Okay, now listen, our flesh and our minds are evil. Um, We were born in sin, shaped in iniquity, but it was through our faith in, in accepting Jesus, when we did our profession of faith, that we became cleansed and our bodies were washed with pure water. It was then that we were as newborn babes, fresh and and, and new in the faith. We must keep our faith more powerful than our fear. Um, there are different fears even discussed in the Bible, but the fear Uh, We cannot fear the world when we are the children of the one who created the world. You get what I'm saying? Um, That's how you move from faith to faith. You may have had an eviction notice in the beginning of the year and you prayed and you prayed and you asked God, please, Lord, make a way that I can stay up in this house. Now, when you ask him to make a way. You got to allow him to make a way. And although you may not agree with the way, he is the way, the truth, and the life. You asked him to make a way for you to stay where you were. And then here came the pandemic and they couldn't put you out. God made a way. He made a way, not the way you may have thought, but he still made a way. You got to see that God has still been faithful. Uh, He says in verse 23, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Without wavering means the same thing that Paul said. I will let nothing separate me from the love of God. Nothing can come um, to separate 
uh, in that verse, it says love. But here we he's telling us to hold fast to the faith without wavering. So it's the same thing. Replace love with faith. I'll let nothing separate me from my faith in God, even if Listen, we've all lost a lot of people. I know I lost some truly foundational people in my life this year. And the devil thought that if death came, that we would stop believing disciples. But we are here and we are declaring that our faith has not wavered. We all must go someday. It just this year wasn't our day. And because it wasn't our day, we will magnify the Lord. We will trust in God and we will wake up every morning and declare this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I got faith enough to know that God is the one who is still in control. He sits high. He looks low. He has Jesus on his right side who has all power in his hand and his spirit, the spirit of God dwells within each and every one of us. And I have faith and I believe in the word of God when he says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You got to get your faith on the greater level that no matter what happens, no matter who comes against you, yes, I said, no matter who comes against you, no matter what comes against you, that greater is within you. It says, for he is faithful, that promise. That's why the greater is important because he promised to send a comforter. And I came to let you know the comforter has come. The Holy Spirit is here. He is here to comfort us who are still grieving, to comfort us, those that are grieving people, uh, places, and even things. You may be missing a, a fellowship somewhere. And, and it doesn't have to be a church, but it, it was your sanctuary where you dwelled um, and, and fellowship with other believers. It could have been school, but you missed the fellowship. And a lot of people are having issues with um, virtual learning, but you must trust God, have faith that you will understand. (laughs) God is faithful. He is not a man that he should lie. He hasn't lied to us yet. I'm telling you, he hasn't. He said he would never leave us nor forsake us. He has been here all 2020. He has been here. This is how we grow. Hold on to your faith. Stand boldly. Stand strong on that faith. When your faith is wavering, this is what you do. You check the receipts. (laughs) Look back over your life and look at all the things that God has done for you. One of the things that I do every year um, as the evangelist of the house of uh, the church that I attend, Uh, I pray a lot and I go to different churches and pray a lot. And many people ask me to pray for many different things. So what I do is I take a little um, index card. I write the prayer request down, the date that it was asked and who asked it, if it's not my own prayer. And I fold it up and I put it in my prayer jar. Okay. I have two jars, one's for prayers that I'm asking Once for prayers that have been answered. When God answers the prayer, I take the note card that 
of that uh, prayer and I write down the date that he answered. Then I put it in the answer jar. So then when the end of the year comes, I can look at all the things that not only God has done for me, but that he has done for others connected to me. We need to keep check your receipts. (laughs) Did he wake you up this morning? That's a receipt. God is faithful. He's faithful. And all he's asking is for the same faithfulness. And so we're going to take a little break. I am going to get me some water and we're going to continue our discussion on faith. We're going to dig deep. It's going to get personal. You may have to stop this podcast and get yourself together. But this right here, I want you to know that God has heard us and he is answering. We got to get this faith together so that he can bless us. Now, we're going to set the atmosphere with a local artist. His name is Lex Lennox. And the name of this song is Can You Feel Me? Stay tuned, disciples. Come on back with me so we can keep digging deep. And, and the thing that the devil does, it's not so much a person, even though he, he acts through people, you can't call one person the devil. Sure. You, know, you can't call any one person the devil. You can't do that because no one person has enough power to be the devil. You know? And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's through all these hardships that I realized that, you know what? This is God's country because I met the devil here. Because if I hadn't met the devil, yeah, I wouldn't realize I was going to overcome the house of the devil in a place about that. In my mind, I'm a living legend already. Time flying, sun about to be 11 already. Gotta raise him in the jungle, work in the San Getty. I'm riding through the streets like Mario Andretti. Got the pedal to the metal, I ain't worried. By the time I'm going to heaven, might be better when I'm bird. I do it for the king and the Lord of Lords. Soon as the devil hear my voice, yeah, he know it's war. I got breath in my body, so you know I'm on a mission. I don't care about police or crooked politicians. Know these haters hate it, but they gotta listen. I swear they gon' love me for my ambition. I ain't tryna get the glory. I just can't tell a story. They still tryna compare me. I ain't got no category. I just can't tell them Jesus coming back and in a hurry. We all getting judged. There won't be no jury. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away. I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away. I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away. I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away. I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away. I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away. I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away. Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? I don't trust friends, I don't really need them I do it by myself, I always been a leader I'm protected by the blood, I ain't worried about the slug I'm filled with the spirit, it's like I got a buzz The one to persecute you for whatever that you do So y'all can live a lie, I'ma speak the truth About the cop a new coupe, I don't need the boost I'm covered by the covenant, I don't need the roof Everybody acting strange, cause they see I'm about to change Let the devil go, he was driving me insane You reap what you sow, I ain't trying to see the flames All I do is write songs, pray to God to maintain Never play the blame game, cause we all sin and only difference between me and them is that I'm authentic Even killers get forgiven Look at Paul did it I can preach the word all day, I'm long-winded Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show away I'm praying, but my enemies won't go away Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Tell me, Lord, can you feel me? Show 
All right, we in the last segment of this thing. Let's talk about the power of faith, okay? Your faith has power. That's why it's the shield. It shields you from certain things. We are going to look at it. Let's go to the book of Hebrews again. This time, we're in the 11th chapter. All right, let's look at it. I love the 11th chapter because it tells you what happened when different people activated and worked their faith. Um, And this chapter, I believe, is vitally important for each and every one of us disciples as we're living our daily lives in the different countries that we're in and the different situations that we personally go through, we corporately go through, and we are globally going through. One of the things that um, the verses that really stuck out to me There's a few of them, so I'm going to cover them. We're going to look at Hebrews 11 and 4 through through the 7th. So we're going Hebrews 11, 4 through 7, all right? So the fourth verse reads, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him. From before his translation he had this testimony, that he pleased God. Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Verse 7, by faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. So let's cover that one, the power of faith. First uh, verse that I read was the fourth, and it's talking about Cain and Abel. Now, it was by faith that with faith... You also must have obedience, okay? Because your faith uh, challenges you to believe something that God said, something that God is doing, and you can't even see how God is going to get it done, okay? Abel, in the book of Genesis, when God asked for the sacrifice, he had specific instructions of what he wanted the sacrifice to be. If you were a gardener, bring me your best crops. If you were a herder, bring sacrifice your best lamb, sheep, or whatever it is that you were raising. Bring me your best is what God required because he gives us his best every single day. 
And so as we know, Abel did as God commanded and he was obedient. And Cain, on the other hand, um, he tried to take the, you know, the shortcut and uh, he was like, it ain't the best, but it's good enough. No, God wants the best. And because of that, God accepted Abel's sacrifice and was a witness. Can you imagine if God would be a witness for you that you were righteous, that he was righteous, not only because he believed and trusted, but he also obeyed. And, you know, we know the story. Then Cain got to tripping and he murdered Abel. First murder. He murdered him and hid his body. Okay. And look, we watch enough true crime shows. You know that's still going on. (laughs) And he hid the body. But God was a CSI because it was Abel's blood that spoke to him and told him the things that was happening. Your faith will allow you to still speak even though you are gone. What do you mean, evangelist? Uh, That's Bible talk. uh, We ain't doing that now. Oh, really? How many books and, and messages have we seen? Right now, we are reading the words of someone who passed on long ago, but that word still speaks to us today. Come on, the, the Bible confirms itself. <laughs> and so in your faith, in order for your faith to gain more power, your faith must be obedient how can it be obedient? Belief. As as verse uh, 23 um, of the 10th chapter of Hebrews told us, your faith must be without wavering. Stand firm on the foundation of faith. That is how you can get more uh, power. Be obedient and believe. Verse number five of the 11th chapter of Hebrews. Now this one right here. We pay close attention. See, if you haven't noticed, Evangelist Andy is one of those radical believers. I believe without doubt. I believe. Okay, what this Bible say, I believe. So he says, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found. Because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Isn't that the testimony that we all want, that we have pleased God in our lives? We want him to say, good and faithful servant, well done. Okay. Enoch was also in Genesis. Enoch is the one of record. Let the record show. Check the receipts. (laughs) He was the one of record that he did not see death. God came and, and brought him a chariot and carried him away, translated him from the earthly plane to the heavenly plane without him having to die or be on a ventilator or any of that. It was just his time. What what can you what kind of faith is that? <laughs> Anybody else when I read this as a young believer, 
Okay, when I, I gave my life to Christ when I was eight, I'm 36 now. When I was a young believer, I asked my pastor, what kind of faith is that? How do I get that kind of faith? What, where I don't have to die? Where is that faith at? The more that you read the Bible, the more that you understand, have a better understanding of your relationship with God and your faith. Oh my God, your your faith grows and increases. I'm not sure because they didn't measure Enoch's faith. They just said he had that faith, that by his faith, faith in believing and doing all the things that God told him to do, um, whether it was to prophesy, whether it was lay hands, evangelize, whatever God told him to do, Enoch did it. And because of his faithfulness and his faith in God and believing that he was following what God said to the T, God rewarded him with a chariot so that he didn't have to die. Moses died. Abraham died. Lot died. We know Lot's wife died, but Enoch didn't have to die. Many of you disciples are going through a situation. We're all going through this one situation, okay? The C19. And many of us are afraid to die. Whether you come in contact with somebody else or this new variant that has developed, what I am telling you is trust and believe in God. The same God that got us through all this year, March, when it first broke out. I know it first broke out in America in March, but it may have been in the rest of your countries before then. When this thing hit global, the same God has allowed us to not see death up until this point. And so we must recognize that God is faithful. He has translated many of us, carried us to new and higher levels without us having to see death. You need to thank God for that. If you ain't on that level yet, trust God and you will get there. There's no easy way to get there. And and that's another thing. Faith can bring frustration. (laughs) I might be the only preacher that say that to you. Faith can make you frustrated because you stay believing, you stay trusting, and it seems like the situation keeps getting worse. But if you just hold on to God, Just hold on to him so that you can have the testimony that you please God. Verse six is the one that has been instilled in me since I was yeha. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. It's not enough just to believe. You got to believe he a rewarder. You got to believe he is in control. You got to believe he's the father, son, and Holy Ghost. You got to believe that he the first and the last. You got to believe that he going to wake you up tomorrow. You must believe. Without believing, you cannot please him. You cannot please him. 
You cannot please him if you don't believe. And so that's why faith is so powerful. It's powerful with your obedience. It's powerful with your faithfulness. It's powerful because you have to diligently seek him. The frustrations that come is like every time you turn around, somebody else on the news has has passed away. But you must diligently seek him for your your household, for your protection, for your journey. Which leads us to the to the seventh verse. This is very powerful. For this is where I want to why I want to stop here. This verse right here is going to get us through next year. All right. Verse seven, by faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear. This fear is not a fear of, oh, my gosh, I'm scared. This was a fear um, in the Greek, it means to reverence and to honor. This is the fear of this is my um, my father and I am his child. This fear is honor. Okay. He moved with fear, prepared an ark. There's that obedience again to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith there's righteousness that goes along with your faith your faith can make you righteous your faith your faith look at this verse i gotta break it down this way help me holy ghost by faith noah being warned of god of things not seen as yet. We are living in a year where we hadn't seen this thing before. Uh, my great grandmother, God rest her soul, uh, she passed away in October, but she was 91. She had been in a pandemic before when she was a child, okay? And she had seen this before. So I, I was asking her like, uh, Granny, what did y'all do when y'all was in the first pandemic of your life? And she was like, girl, I can't remember. That was so long ago. So when she was in this pandemic, it seemed new to her again. It was uh, because the the numbers were going up so rapidly. God was able to speak to Noah, okay, and tell him of something that was going to happen that no one had ever seen before. Because up until this point, no one knew what rain was. If you go back to the book of Genesis, there's not mention of rain prior to. So when Noah told everybody, when he sounded the alarm, he like, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. First of all, they like, what is rain? And why would God make it rain? And, and for how long? What? Noah, you crazy. Noah, you drunk. Ain't, what is, ain't nothing going to rain. It's been sunshine and blue skies forever. 
But Noah believed God when he said it was going to rain. Not only did he believe, but he was also obedient. He did exactly as God told him to do. Okay, there were many things that we were told to do during this pandemic that God told us to do that we didn't know if it made sense. Um, God told me um, during the pandemic when I had been laid off, he said, cover my people. I didn't know what that meant. Like, cover them how? What do you mean cover your people? So naturally I said, oh, cover them in prayer. And so I began to pray every night at midnight and boom, more people came. So I'm like, oh, I'm covering them. He like, that's good, but cover my people. I'm like, how am I supposed to cover them? Next thing you know, I'm making face masks and I'm covering the people. Not only did I make face face mask, but I also uh, anointed the face mask, blessed the face mask, prayed over the face mask, and anyone that had a face mask from me, to God be the glory, God has covered them. But I covered his people as he told me to do. I was obedient to his word to do a thing in a time that we had never seen. And because of that, it says, prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Listen, disciples, do not, do not look over this part that I'm going to tell you. It is because of your faith that you and your family have gotten this far in the year. And it will be up to your faith to keep your family covered next year. That's why your foundation of faith must be firm. The other day, President-elect Biden said that America, our worst days are yet to come. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Now, I thought the worst was behind us because earlier this year, In America, I know the count has been almost 200,000 people have um, died and and gone on because of C-19. But there are so many other people. The number of people who have not died has been greater than the death toll. See, they ain't going to tell you all that. (laughs) But... You must understand that the faith of the saints, the faith of the disciples is key. Your faith covers you and it can extend to your family. It can extend to your friends, but you got to get your faith weight up. You got to level up. God is commanding it. This 2020 has been the year of the making, not the year of the breaking. I'm trying to tell you, get your, let your mind, uh, get your mind right. Because your physical mind would say, God was trying to break us this year. Everybody died and all of this happened and this, that, and the third happened. But realize that spiritually you have been made. You are made men and women. Your faith has increased. You pray more. You fast more. You study your word more. You are a a powerful weapon in the kingdom. That's why 
the enemy is throwing these fiery darts at you. <laughs> He's trying to stop you. Oh, but not today, devil. <laughs> you got to tell him. You got to tell him with authority. Not today. I am walking in faith, living in faith. It, it says the just shall live by faith. And and not only did the faith cover of Noah cover his family, okay, it condemned those that were supposed to be condemned. And he became an heir. You got you get rewarded. You get blessings, blessings on blessings uh, because of your faith. Um, something that could have broke you last year after this year. Oh, you're unbreakable. You you have survived the first wave. And now God is saying we must prepare and be firm before we enter into 2021. Because listen. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know with the change of power in, in each country, what, if they're going to keep the same, uh, procedures and, um, that the previous leadership had, or if they got something totally new and totally radical, we don't know. But what we do know is what a friend we have in Jesus. What we do know is that God is our father and he will not let anyone harm his children. He's very protective. That's why he sent the comforter. The greater is he, the Holy Spirit. That's why he dwells to continuously lead God and protect us. It also says he became an heir of righteousness, righteousness, which is by faith. There's faith and there's firm faith. There's obedience with the increase of faith. There's rewarding because of your faith. Oh my God, your faith is so powerful. Disciples, if you don't hear nothing else, hear this. Your faith can cover you and your family from death. That's what the Bible says. I just read it to you. I didn't make it up. Your faith can cover you. Your faith can bless you. If you read the rest of uh, Hebrews 11, the 11th verse says, Sarah was able to conceive in her old age. Your womb can be blessed by your faith. That means God can bless you not only to have children, but he can bless future generations. He blessed Abraham's children. Because of Abraham's faith. Uh, come on now. Your faith is powerful. That's why the enemy tries to attack it by any way. With negative people, negative words, your own negative thoughts. But you must activate the greater within you. Who is the Holy Spirit? God is still in control. I want you to be encouraged, disciples, and I challenge you to get your faith weight up. Y'all hear me? I love you. This was only part one. Now, you leave me a voice note if you want a part two, because we can get deeper. We can definitely get deeper as we go every day through our lives in whatever of the 15 countries that you are in and the millions of people to come. Make your faith firm, nurture your faith, increase your faith, 
work your faith. How can you work your faith? By going through life. Situations and and will come. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. If you keep living, you're going to keep having problems. But your faith will get you through it. Amen. (laughs) I love y'all with the love of the Lord so much. Thank you, everyone that has been um, a street disciple. I love you guys. I mean, I really, truly do. I thank God for all the the countries that are represented here now and the ones that are coming. I want us to pray um, so that we can dismiss, but I want you to go forth, be great in God and walk in your purpose. Let nothing and no one cause doubt in your relationship with God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I love you all. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for the fellowship of disciples and we thank you for allowing us to commune together as a fellowship and to commune with you and your Holy Spirit. God, I ask that this lesson of faith, this doctrine of faith, that a seed was planted or watered and that you would give the increase. God, I ask right now that you would fortify the disciples, make us indestructible, make us unmovable, make us more faithful, more trusting, more obedient, and more powerful in the name of Jesus. Look on us in all the streets that all the disciples walk. Keep us protected. Keep us covered. Lord, please keep us unified as one. All these things I ask in your son Jesus' name. Let every disciple say amen. You are dismissed. And I will see you all on the next episode. Go forth, be great in God, and walk in your purpose. Hey, disciples, there's Evangelist Andy here. I want to give you the inside scoop on two ways that you can support this ministry. You can download the app SnapT and search for Evangelist Andy. You can find the perfect t-shirt that you are looking for and support the ministry at the same time. The other way you can support this ministry is by going to teespring.com and search the Fellowship of Disciples. We have an online store. Go ahead, pick you something out. Go forth, be great in God, and walk in your purpose. I love you all with the love of the Lord. We're doing big things. Stay tuned.